Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit journeytn.com. Welcome to another Journey Now Theology Thursday. My name is Kevin Dixon, and joining me today are, again, Mike Erie from Columbus and Susie Lynn from Franklin, Tennessee. Hello, hello. All of us hold the lovely position of pastor at Journey (laughs) Were you going to say the load? (laughs) Yeah. There was a couple of words that kind of got tied up in there. But today we are continuing talking about the church and the theology of the church. And we're going to talk about one of my favorite things in the whole world today, uh, the local church and how that is um, the manifestation of the universal church, which we talked about last week and how it appears in so many different places uh, around the world. And it reflects culture and it is, it is a wonderful thing to behold how the body of Christ um, comes to the communities in which it resides and adapts itself to the cultures in which it finds itself. Which it I is- think we need to pause for a moment of celebration, just for yeah. a quick second, because um, I don't know how many people listening know all of our our three individual stories and journeys with the local church, but the fact that the three of us are on this podcast saying how much we love the local church and still believe in its original intent and mission and value to the world. And like, you know, if you've been a part of any of our meetings lately to know that we're willing to stay in that and, and Uh, in all of its highs and lows, like I think is nothing short of a miracle of God and evidence (laughs) of his divine presence, because there there are so many times where I'm like, why, why do we still do this? Like, is this still a thing? Like, is this still a thing, God? (laughs) And, and it is. It is as broken here. <laughs> as, as broken as it is at times, um, it can be absolutely glorious. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the it's made up of broken people and it's made up of humanity, which is fallen. Um, but at the same time, there is this um, spiritual and unbelievable awareness of God's presence when his people gather when his people are together. You know, Jesus put it this way, where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in their midst. And it is the expression of that truth that the local church puts on display, hopefully. And and it puts on display this idea that we are to love one another. The theology of the local church is, is wrapped up in the mission of the church. The theology of the local church is what Paul was whole life was given to. Um, as, as a follower of Christ, he went around and planted local communities, local churches all over the Mediterranean world. And in doing so, he was bringing Christ to all these communities. And then as those local churches came to maturity, even in their immaturity, they were the place where people came and were able to see in the diversity of that group of people, the person of Jesus Christ. Um, as Paul described it as, we are the body of Christ. 
And there is that um, theology that is a bit of a mystery. Um, but then a lot of what Paul wrote was about how to govern the local church. And there wasn't a prescribed, this is how you do it. There was a described way in which he talked about leaders. And so we have elders at Journey um, and um, we have pastors at Journey and we have people that oversee the ministry of the local church. So it is a, amazing that the three of us are still a part of the local church. But what what in the theology of the local church has kept you guys engaged? Man, that's such a good question, Kevin. I I was I, I was born to believe that church was a place and an event. So you would go to church and you would do church, and um, it was it was kind of shocking <laughs> to realize. Oh, church is an identity, right? And, and images that you've used that the Bible, you know, references the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. I mean, these are exalted pictures of the identity given and bestowed upon all of those who, who you know, follow Jesus as Lord. Mm-hmm. And so what you, what you have in, in Acts, of course, is, is they would go around preaching the kingdom and then people would come to faith and then they would naturally form a gathering together. But the gathering wasn't the point. It was the, the fact that the gathering was what reminded them of their true identity. And, um, and so church became this, I, I'm, I'm most my identity when I'm gathered with other believers, mm-hmm. uh, praising and learning and, you know, serving one another. And all of those sorts of things, and so that was that was really eye opening for me. And it's it's sort of um, it's it's you don't have a choice whether or not you're part of the church. You are in virtue of following Jesus. Mm-hmm. We can talk about why the local expressions are important, but first and foremost, for me, it was like it was an identity statement about who I am now. I was baptized into this body and this bride. Susie, can you ask the question again, please? Yeah, I mean, you you described that it was shocking that the mm-hmm. the three of us are still part of that. What is it in, in and since we're talking theology in mm-hmm. the theology of the local church that has kept help you stay engaged with the local church? Yeah, I mean, I've always thought of the local church the as um, Jesus's plan A. Like he didn't have a plan B for it. So so at the time of him talking about when he talked to Peter about building his church. And, um, you know, right before that, he kind of gave this whole, whole, you know, high priestly prayer to God and praying for his disciples and all the people that would come after him, that they were to love one another. And so like, it's just so interesting to me when you read the whole biblical narrative, that so much of it hinges on relationship with God and others. And the, the truth that, that, that that's really difficult, whether it's people to love in your own family, in your um, extended family, your local church people who don't believe the same as you, think the same as you, come from the same places as you, have the same life experience as you. Like loving people is really hard. And we're not only called to love the people who are easy to love, we're also called to love the people that are difficult, most difficult to love, the people who hurt us and persecute us. Mm-hmm. And so for me, to take all that into account and to think that the church was Jesus's plan A of all of that coming to pass and being the thing that reflects God's love for people 
and who he is, is like astounding to me. So that's, that's what keeps me in it. Now, what's so interesting is, you know, we're recording this in February, 2021. We're now going on a year of a pandemic and we are, you know, I'm using air quotes, church leaders. And, (laughs) and it is like by far been one of the hardest things ever for me. And I, I feel like I've been through some pretty hard days in as a leader, but to lead a church through a pandemic has been just no, nobody knows how to do it. None of us have ever done it. None of us saw it coming. And so it's been so interesting to me, all of the, um, you know, should we gather? Should we not gather? We have a biblical mandate to gather. If we don't gather, you know, like that, that, that the church has, has kind of washed away into this basically just whether we gather or not on a Sunday. Ooh, Ooh, so good. Like has been so difficult for me because I mean, I always joke that I love Sundays more than anybody on our staff. Like I love Sundays. I love getting to church early. I love seeing everybody. I love the worship together, the singing together, the praying together. I love the preaching of God's word. I love the celebrating and everything Mike just said that I am more who I am in my identity in Christ when I am shoulder to shoulder with these people. But if if it has to be that and it's nothing else, then we are not being the church. We are not the church. We're just going to church. And so I think that has become more clear to me than ever. And so because of that, the original mission of the church, the original purpose of the church to be a reflection of God's extravagant love for humanity has become more clear to me and something I'm even more passionate about than I ever have been. Now, that's not to say that there are some days where I think, I don't know if I can do this anymore because these people, <laughs> <laughs> these people, yeah. Yeah, you know, the and I'm, not, I'm not talking about just the, the I mean, I, I don't mean that in any offensive way. I mean, like in the greater, like all yeah. over, particularly our country, but the world, like how we're acting as followers, like, you know, mm, yeah. So, but the beauty of the local church is that, um, it it has the capacity to change the way people see God. It has the capacity to be able to also destroy mm-hmm. the way that people see God. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And have and, we not seen that happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the, the local church has this um, underlying theological um, existence because I, I like the way you put it, Susie. It's God's plan A. Mm-hmm. It's it's Jesus saying these are my people, and these people are to love one another. And you will know I'm real as you see them love one another. And somewhere that gets lost, and it's it's really difficult. That's that's the struggle of the local church. The local church is to love one another in there diversity and and how we do that you know in our gatherings in our small groups all our 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 functionings of programming oftentimes trumps or takes over um, as opposed to the actual act of loving one another 
And so it's, it was meant to be a highly relational um, environment in which people could, could love one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the theology of it. I think the other part of it is, is what makes a local church different from say a parachurch organization or, or even the kingdom of God or uh, other aspects of theology is, is that it functions in a locale. It serves the people of that locale, but it also has um, elders or leaders that are of that community that oversee it. And, and they hold these, these offices of spiritual authority. Um, that's what makes a local church scripturally. He says, you know, Paul says appoint elders so that the, the word of God will be communicated that what is intended for the church will happen. And the other part of it is, is that we practice the ordinances. We practice two ordinances of the church that we believe are mandated, and that is baptism and, and communion, Lord's table, a number of different words for that, which we will go into in another podcast. But but those are what make up the church. That's the local church on display. Well, and I think also that that's nuanced with each different expression of the local church. Like I think each each local church has its own culture and its own people mm-hmm. it's been sent to, planted with that it's meant to reach and its own, um, you know, like there's a church in our, um, in our area where we are, that's extraordinarily missional in their presence and their focus. And, and they do that really well. We do other things. Well, we bind up the brokenhearted. Well, we, you know, like there's there, every church has its, its thing that they're called to, and we can't all be all of the things. Right. We're not meant to because it's, you know, so. Well, in the diversity of the community Mm -hmm. uh, that the church is planted in is reflected in the diversity of the church. Yes. And the church is plural Mm -hmm. in the. I was, I'm struck by this. uh, I I think it's Eugene Peterson. Certainly it started with Bonhoeffer. The the idea that the church, uh, the ideal church you want is the biggest hindrance to appreciating the church you have. And so we all have this ideal. That, That's good. I like that. The thing about the church in, in the Bible is it's simultaneously the indestructible, indestructible, unconquerable bride of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's this human, petty, frail institution. And so Paul's letters to churches are so instructive because often the first half of his letters are, here's who you are in Jesus, and this is amazing, and the church is testifying against the powers and the principalities, showing the wisdom of God. And then, hey, guys, um, let's not be mean to each other. Let's include each other. Let's Lord Supper reverently. I mean, it's it's fascinating. And so I think for a lot of us, we get super disappointed in the organism of church. Budgets and light items and, and staffing and those sorts of things. Um, and we miss the kind of supernatural elements that this is the transcendent bride of Jesus that will be left standing. Like we, what remains, the church remains, you know, um, as we've been talking about on the weekends. And so there is a there is a bit uh, of work that some of us have to do to begin to um, and there are some instances where you need to leave if it's abuse mm-hmm. there are some toxic places where it doesn't matter what it's called flee yes but for a lot of us it's the ordinariness of the church and and just the it just doesn't seem all that special that's the part 
where it, it does its most important work, right. that the kingdom of God comes in the midst of real people, in the midst of real life, in the midst of real disagreement, real personality weirdness. And that's that's the work. That's the work. It's not, it's not this glorious spectacle. It is this very faithful, enduring, long work together. We you you covenant to be with the community and say we're gonna we're gonna work out the kingdom together no matter what. And that's when you really begin to see the great beauty of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy to see its ugliness, right? And we've all seen that. Yeah. But to appreciate the beauty is a whole different thing. Awesome. With that being said, I I think that's a good description of what the local church is theologically and practically, because I think it's one of the most practical things theologically is the is the church itself. And thank you for joining me and Mike and Susie on Theology Thursday. We'll be back next week with a conversation around probably baptism. So have a great week. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Journey Now. If you enjoy the podcast, hey, do us a favor and why don't you leave us a review or share an episode with your friends or whatever it is you can do to help us get Journey Now out to more people in the world. You can also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Spotify, you name it. Today's episode of Journey Now was engineered by Justin Glotzbach. Kaylee Sullivan created our amazing graphics. Kristen Fields helps get the word out through social media and every other means about Journey Now. Austin Fields, possible relation to Kristen, composed and performed our groovy music. And Randy Hansen takes care of all the technical things that no one else can possibly figure out. Thanks again for joining us today, and be sure and come back tomorrow for another episode of Journey Now.